This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very good Sunday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us, Stephen Strom here. Marlins lose game two of this three-game set. They've lost the first two of this series with the Atlanta Braves. 7-0 on Saturday afternoon. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, I think it's fair to say it was uh, another good old-fashioned butt-kicking here in Atlanta this afternoon and the Atlanta Braves once again proving why they continue to reign supreme in the National League East. This is the 10th inning show with Gabby Sanchez. I'm Kyle Seeloff and Gabby. Marlins get blank for the fifth time this season this afternoon. They now have a negative 51 run differential against the Atlanta Braves through nine games in this 13-game season series. Atlanta wins today 7-0. The story, though, Yuri Perez, one-third of an inning, six runs, seven hits. The Braves just torched him there in the bottom of the first. Yeah, Yuri Perez, uh, almost like a welcome to the big leagues the Felt Braves like just gave him. Uh, there was nothing really much he could do. He wasn't throwing pitches that were on the middle or making any mistakes. He just ran into a team that did not miss any time he was throwing anything over the plate. And the Braves got on him, and it was quick, and he got out of there. How about, you know, George Soriano, though, and, and what he was able to do coming into this ball game, going three and two-thirds, not allowing a hit after the Braves were doing what they were doing in that first inning. I mean, he looked good, I guarantee you that. You know, Skip and, and Mel are going to be talking with one another of like, hey, this guy, he's got some good stuff, has a really good slider and a fastball. Uh, really, the rest of the bullpen came in and did their job to at least keep the game manageable where if the Marlins bats got going, maybe they can make a run. But, you know, at the end of the day, the, the pitching staff that the Braves threw out there were able to hold the Marlins at bay. And now you kind of have to look at tomorrow's game and, and – Look at Sandy Alcantara, the reigning Cy Young Award winner, to go out there. He's got to be the stopper. And he's got to be the stopper. He has to go out there and prove why he was the NL Cy Young last season and go after these Braves hitters. Got to keep things into perspective here. The Marlins have gotten their butts kicked in the first two games of this series. If Sandy Alcantara goes out there and twirls a gem tomorrow, the Marlins are going 4-2 and two on this road trip. And really, it's all in the first inning. Yep. Uh, we talked yep. about how good the Marlins pitching staff has been in that first inning. We also talked about how good the Braves have been in the first inning. And so far in the first two games, it's 11 runs in the first inning, which basically means the game is over right off the top. All right, Gabby. Well, uh, let's do it. One more final time on the road trip tomorrow. 135, Alcantara versus Strider. Going to be a terrific pitching matchup, and I'll see you then, bud. Yeah, absolutely. All right, that's Gabby Sanchez. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from this ball game this afternoon here in Atlanta. Yuri Perez taking on Charlie Morton. Marlins couldn't do anything with a one-out double from Jorge Soler in the first, and the Braves just started the run rough shot on poor 20-year-old, the young right-hander Yuri Perez in the bottom of the first. First man that he faced for the Atlanta Braves. Who else but Ronald Acuna Jr.? The 1-1 offering is slammed high in the air, deep to left field. Forget about it. Ronald Acuna Jr. has led off the bottom of the first inning with a home run. The Atlanta Braves have a 1-0 lead. That was a slider on the inside. 
And following Acuna, the second baseman, the switch hitter, Ozzy Aldis. 1-2 pitch is hit high and deep to right field. This might have a chance. Going back, looking up, and it's gone. It is back-to-back -back first inning home runs for Ronald Acuna Jr. and Ozzy Albies, and Atlanta leads 2-0. And then after a pair of singles by Riley and Olsen and a visit to the mound by Mel Stottlemyre Jr., Sean Murphy, the catcher, kept the party going. Here's a line drive, smoke down the left field line, extra bases for Murphy, one run's going to score. On his way to third is Olsen, he'll hang up right there. It's an RBI double for Sean Murphy, the first five men have reached for the Atlanta Braves here in the bottom of the first inning, and they've scored three times. And now they've got runners at second and third with nobody out. And then following Murphy, the former Marlin, Marcelo Zuna. Here's a ground ball hit to third, backing up Segura, can't get it. It's a fair ball. Gene Segura just smashed into Sean Barber. Two runs are going to score, and the Atlanta Braves lead 5-0. And then after a ground out by Rosario, pushed Ozuna to third. The next man up was the shortstop, Orlando Arcia. Here's a line drive down the left field line, a fair ball rolling into the corner for Arcia. Scoring easily from third is Ozuna. Arcia with an RBI double. The Atlanta Braves have a 6-0 lead in the first inning. And unfortunately, that was the end of the afternoon for Yuri Perez. George Soriano was recalled today. Archie Bradley designated for assignment. Perez, a third of an inning, six runs, seven hits, no walks, and no strikeouts. George Soriano, the rest of the bullpen within reason up until Okert in the eighth inning were absolutely sensational. The Atlanta Braves would not get another hit until Stephen Okert allowed a leadoff double in the bottom of the eighth. Soriano went three and two-thirds of no-hit baseball, one walk and three strikeouts. Oscar Brazoban, two perfect innings. Dylan Floro with a perfect seventh. Stephen Okert allowed a run on two hits in the bottom of the eighth inning. And the Atlanta Braves just rolled the Marlins this afternoon. Morton went the first five and two-thirds left in line for a victory in which he would uh, take a hold of this afternoon. Kirby Yates, a third of an inning. He relieved Morton with two outs in the sixth. Nick Anderson pitching in this ballgame as well in the uh, seventh. Heller in the eighth and Jimenez in the ninth. And the Atlanta Braves beat the Miami Marlins by a final score of 7 to nothing here today for the Marlins. Now 48-36. Five-game winning streak came to an end last night. They've now lost back-to-back -back ball games. Atlanta keeps the party rolling. They've won seven in a row. They're now 55-27 this season. For the Marlins, no runs, six hits, no errors, eight men left on base. And for the Atlanta Braves, seven runs, nine hits, no errors, four men left on base. Morton beats Perez. This ballgame took two hours and 31 minutes in front of a sold-out crowd of 41,889 at Truist Park on a hot and steamy Saturday summer afternoon here at Truist Park in Atlanta here today. 7-0 is the final score for the Miami Marlins this afternoon on the mound. They punched out five, and that means that $125 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, 25 bucks will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 7-0 loss to the Braves. Skip, after that six-run first, the bullpen held the Braves to just two hits in that one run. What were they doing to be able to contain the lineup? Bullpen was really good today. Yeah, we were fortunate that Soriano went as long as he did. Um, he pitched the day before yesterday, so he didn't have much length in him. And um, the fact that he went three innings was uh, pretty incredible. Braz did great. Flo, nice to see him get back out there and, and throw a scoreless. Um, but, yeah, it's, it was a, uh, a – I mean, they did, they did their job today. What can some of the other pitchers maybe learn from the way that they, they handled those hitters? 
I don't know. I just think they, um, you know, Yuri just missed his where he wanted to throw it. I mean, I, you see the tar where the targets were and then where the pitches landed um, is you know, why he was hit. And, um, you know, sometimes good pitchers get hit hard and uh, it's a tough game. This game will humble you quick. And um, and it's just uh, a tough start for him today. But um, we're not concerned. It's just I think he just threw it where he didn't want to throw it. And um, that's what happened. When's the last time you've seen a lineup one through nine, as dangerous as this one. Last year, the same lineup. <laughs> um, you know they're tough, and then they added Murphy. I mean, it's a it's a real lineup, um, as good as anybody's I've seen uh, in the National League and American League, but the major leagues uh, this year and last year. It's it's a really tough lineup to navigate, one through nine, and um, and they make you pay when you when you miss your spot. How tough was it to have to take Yuri out in the first? And what was your message to him? Yeah, not easy. Obviously, we don't want him to go um, 40 plus pitches, you know, where he's at in his career. And, um, you know, veteran guy, I don't want to throw anything more than 40. I think that's kind of the limit. Um, and he was creeping right there. And yeah, it's um, I haven't said anything to him yet. I stopped, went down and talked to him um, after the first. And, um, you know, I'm sure we'll we'll talk later. We talk, you know, the lineup and how good it is. Just obviously a lot of pitches over the plate, but just the margin for error. I guess against any major league team, and especially this one, if you're not on your game. Yeah, I mean, pitchers are going to miss their spots, and he was still throwing 100 miles an hour. His slider was still good, I thought, just missed, backed up a little bit on, on you know, the Cunha home run and um, a couple other times. But, yeah, that's a good team. And, uh, that's again, if you if I don't want – we're not going to scare away from the strike zone. That's not what we want to do. But I think there's, you know, some pitches that are in the strike zone were just up – and um, and where they want to hit it, and, and their, you know, hot zone type, so to speak, and um, they make you pay when you miss. A team that's really aggressive in, in the first, I think they have like 87 first inning runs. What what do pitchers need to do to combat that first inning aggressiveness? I don't know if the league's figured it out just yet. We're we're trying to figure it out ourselves. And Acuna, and with that guy at the leadoff spot, is tough to get out. And um, if he's not hitting himself in, um, you know, you got Olsen and Albies and Riley. I mean, it's it's um, it's a really good top half and bottom half of the of, of a lineup, and I, the league hasn't done a good job yet of, of figuring out that first inning. They, they've done a really good job, and so it's up to us to figure it out tomorrow. Uh, Morton, the challenges though, that he was presenting today. Yeah, he's done that for a long time. Um, his curveball is real. You knew you were going to get one at some point, um, and he still st we still can really get it. Didn't have much hard contact. Um, and his fastball still at 97 miles an hour. I thought his cutter was really good. He threw that more than uh, maybe what we initially thought, um, and uh, that was really effective. So, yeah, he, and his changeup was good. I mean, he had four really good pitches going, and um, we just couldn't string anything together. I think with the two straight short starts, you might need to bring another fresh arm tomorrow just in case. I think we'll talk about that later. And then also uh, you mentioned, obviously, you haven't spoken to Yuri yet, but you know, based on his per personality and maturity, what – how do you, pro you know, the way every guy is different personality-wise, how, what type of message would it be, per se? This was going to happen eventually. I mean, he wasn't going to go scoreless the rest of his career, and um, I don't, I, I wouldn't, t if he does good, it's a learning experience. If he, does, if he gives up six in the first, it's a learning experience. I mean, that's just, this is the game, and it's it's hard. And uh, I, I've said it before, as soon as you think you have it figured out, something's going to happen. And um, and so I think he's strong enough personality-wise, a mature, really mature twenty-year-old. He'll look at it, learn from it, and um, and go attack his next bullpen and be ready for his next start. So that's what really good pitchers do, and I think he's a really good pitcher, and and that's what uh, we're hoping for. And just that. 
call on Burial the strike three? Just as a batter, what do you do when, you know, two questionable pitches? Yeah, that situation, bases loaded, um, guy around the zone. I don't feel like he should have gotten that call. Um, that's why we were a little upset. That's why Brownie got tossed. Um, you know, we teach and we preach our guys to stay within the strike zone, and it's tough to preach that when you're getting calls outside the strike zone, uh, especially in a big spot. I get it if it's, you know, nobody on and two out and that type of thing. Um, but bases loaded uh, it could be a you know game game changing type of call. Um, base loaded walk there, you just don't know what's going to happen, and so that's what's tough. And you know, Yuli does, Yuli's a pro, and um, you know he let us do the arguing, which he should do. Um, but that that was that was tough when it's two of them and not a bat. Skip, do you anticipate Stallings going tomorrow catching for Sandy or still waiting on that? Yeah, we're still waiting on that. He came back feeling better today, so um, depends on he, how he comes in tomorrow. All right, we talked about the big test for Yuri Perez, and he has been so fantastic throughout the entire year. This was his worst start of his very young career. Just recorded one out in the first inning, gave up seven hits, six runs. Let's hear what Yuri had to say after the start. Eury, what surprised you most about this Braves lineup? Eury, what was the most surprised about this lineup? No, no, they're very good bateadores. It's a very good team. They're ready for the pitch. No, they're, they're great hitters, uh, really good uh, batters. Um, they were practically ready for every pitch that I, that I have uh, for them. What can you learn from an outing like this one? What aprendizaje te lleva desde una salida como esta? Que no todos los días son buenos. Hay que saber también tener un mejor. Yeah, you gotta understand that there's also gonna be like bad days like today and then you gotta gotta get better in that situation and, and get ready for that next next outing. What did Mel tell you after your hold? Este, ¿qué te dijo Mel cuando después te sacaron? Ah, no, no, no me dieron nada. Solo me di uh, por la espalda y ya, todo bien. No, nothing, no, no conversation at all, like uh, just a little pat in the bag and get ready for the next one. You mentioned that you seem like the Braves were ready for everything for you. How did you feel about your location, your command today, in addition to having the, the challenges of facing that line? Sí, o sea, sumando también ese comentario que tú dices que Estaban listos para todos esos picheos. ¿Qué, ¿Qué podrías tú decir también de, de, de la ubicación de tus picheos, los que estaban lanzando? ¿Cómo te sientes de, de que hiciste hoy? Uh, yo creo que estaba tirando buenos lanzamientos, pero yo estaba ready para esos lanzamientos. So, mm, no tengo nada que decir sobre eso, eh, solo que yo estaba ready. I think uh, I was just pitching uh, well, uh, good throws uh, right there, but um, again, they were just ready for, for every single one of them. A lot of pitches in the middle of the zone. Why do you think maybe the location was a bit off? Sí, vieron varios picheos que estuvieron encima de la zona. Parece que tu ubicación estaba un poquito fuera de control ahí. Ah, sí, sí, pero seguimos trabajando en eso, tratando de mantener menos zona, como dije. Y nada, y trabajar en la esquina. Eso fue lo que faltaba. Yeah, you have to continue working on that. Stay in the zone, but you know, try to get more in those corners. Pre-game, Mel told us, you know, he saw you watching last night, and that, you know how tough it was for Hoeing, and he hoped 
that wasn't something that maybe got in your head. Was it something that you thought maybe you had to be too fine or you were worried going in? Sí, Mel comentó antes del juego que tú estabas viendo el partido ayer, estabas ahí viendo todo lo que ocurrió con Joven. No sé si algo de eso también se te pegó en la cabeza o algo ver que la situación de él que venía ya después te tocaba a ti el turno. No, no. Yo salí ahí a hacer mi trabajo normal como siempre y nada las cosas no salieron no salieron esta vez pero vamos vamos para la otra a ponernos ready para la otra nothing I went out there just to do you know work as always like I always do uh, and you know again these things happen you gotta prepare for the next one all right Marlins looking to avoid the sweep this afternoon it's going to be a 135 first pitch Sandy Alcantara takes on Spencer Strider it's going to be an unbelievable matchup on the mound that means I've got Marlins on deck at one o'clock we have our Twitter spaces at 11 30 a.m at Marlins radio we have our long toss in episode as well so a lot of content hoping we can build it up for a Marlins victory as always thanks for rewinding with us let's flip the M together Miami some Marlins radio network driven by AutoNation.